Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Waking Up Woke. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Cyrus Farr. I'm Isaiah Larry and also with us our producer Adam Tidridge. I hold myself to be an enigma. Um, I'm just a, I'm just a puzzle of a man. Um, um, Plastic bag drifting to the wind. Yeah, seriously, just a plain old Katy Perry song, you know. Um, but no, I'm 23 years old. I just moved to Philly uh, before this quarantine hit. Uh, shout out the 215, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, I'm an aspiring bartender um, and podcaster now. So I got that. I have three sisters and a brother. And that's really, that's it. That's all I got right now. So Cyrus, what all about right. you? Tell me about your life story, oh. brother. 22, 23 in about a week, for reference, if I you guys are wishing happy birthday. birthday. Yes. Do a birthday, just like you. And <laughs> uh, I went to Syracuse University, studied uh, mechanical engineering, and about a year ago, I moved to Brooklyn, New York, to pursue a career as a mechanical engineer. So I've been here about a year. Loving it so far. It's not so bad. I cannot wait until this quarantine ends because I walked down Main Street uh, today and it looks like a fucking ball, dude. Dude, it's crazy here. People just don't care. People just don't care anymore. Really? It is like over here, at least in my neighborhood. Is there anything open up around you? Like They're all just open for like, you know, you can just walk and take shit on the street, which is like kind of illegal, but not illegal, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's just for these times, dude. They're they're letting it rock. ordered a, a mixed drink from a bar yet and picked one up? Yeah, uh, I think it was a, like once or twice. Is it expensive? No, not really. It's like normal price. They they load them up though. Really? Yeah. How big are the How big are the cups? They give you like a, I got one as a as a margarita. It's like a big styrofoam cup. Oh shit, that's actually pretty yeah. dope. wasn't bad. It was alright. I mean, believe me, I'd I'd much rather be sitting on a rooftop after work in the sun, yeah, drinking I was, a I was chilling nice but heavy, but. When I say oh, yeah, so in the kiddie pool, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did that I bought from ten for ten dollars from Target, and um, I set up little pinwheels. I just need tiki torches now. Yeah, what color? What color is it? Uh, it's like a teal with. Uh, it kind of looks like a Blues Clues, like blues, <laughs> like blue from a uh, Blues Clues. Uh, blue, oh, blue from Blues Clues. Yeah, <laughs> not but, so uh, bad. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into the next fucking segment. bottling season so what bottling season is this is a segment where we take one topic and we just hold in our takes until we absolutely can't take it anymore so my first bottling segment is the lakers winning the the championship the finals i don't think they're gonna do it i'm tired of hearing this this hype train about them they have no bench they have rajon rondo who's coming on who's scoring when lebron james and anthony davis aren't on the floor absolutely fucking no one anthony caruso Fuck out of here, dude. Fuck out of here. I don't believe it for one second. So I'm going to bottle that up. What do you got for me, uh, they, oh, let me, let me Let me pick your brain on this a little bit, though, on the Lakers take, because I, I thought about it today. Um, I don't know. I'm a little concerned with this new – it's going to, like, I get it. LeBron playoffs go, I understand. But with this new situation going on, different kind of series, different kind of playoffs, more Western teams than Eastern Conference teams – I don't really know how the, the bracket or seeding is going to go. He may have to face uh, some pretty fucking tough teams going into this. You know well, what I mean? I would just go to my take. 
and then I just take it. Then the bottle would break, you know? Okay. I feel that fucking right. I'll break it when I'm right. And I'll just go on a fucking rant. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see him. And everybody wants to say that like, Ooh, Kawhi doesn't play play all these games no one's played a fucking full nba game in two months that's not gonna fucking no. matter. that's, <laughs> that's not gonna true. matter all right no one's in game shape right now so they can take that right out the door okay so my bottling up this week is booger mcfarland now i know most people know who booger mcfarland is if you do not know who booger mcfarland is he works for espn and this past season he did uh monday night football now, Monday Night Football is the only game on Monday, so you have to watch it, and you have to listen to them. I refuse to listen to it without the announcers. And let me tell you, I've never been so sad to spend $5 a month on a streaming service for ESPN+. Plus. Okay? I hate this guy with a burning passion. I tweeted at him a couple times, and he blocked me. He blocked me. I have, like, 400 followers, and he blocked me out of everybody. So... I think Booger McFarlane gets fired from ESPN after this football season, this next season. You coming. think so? I don't think. I so. think he goes. I think he gets a shitty time slot this year, and I really hope he doesn't. He, I, I want to ban him from all Giants games. He's going back and on the all, field. He's going back on the field cam, bro. I'm calling it. You think so? Yeah, he's gonna. I don't even like that because I don't even like being like that tower thing again. I mean, I get the memes are kind of sick. I understand that, but I just can't stand listening to him. I guess if he's not in the booth, it's a little better. You don't have to listen to him all the time. He just kind of chirps in there. Have the same type of energy with Jason Witten because I fucking hated Jason Witten. I didn't mind him. His takes were his stuttering didn't get to you. (laughs) All right, the stuttering like okay, okay. To be fair, Booger Booger speaks well. I hate his takes. Jason Witten, his takes are okay, but they should be okay because I mean, he was only you know tight end. But yeah, I mean, he for, got CTA out of the dome, but like that's a fact. But like CTA, or CTA. Who, oh my bad, that's right. CTA, <laughs> that's my fault. Um, you have CTA. I do. Um, but what were we talking about? Booger McFarland. I'm saying, I'm saying, I we'll see how he goes this next season. I think he gets a large, like, like I said, going just on the field. I think it's a, is, is he still doing Monday nights though? I don't think that. I think they said uh. Him and Tessa Tor are out, I believe. Or maybe Tessa Tor is still in. But, he um, shouldn't be primetime, I can tell you right now. I'd rather have Shaq out there talking football. I think Shaq would be. That would be, um, that would be pretty sick, actually, now I'm thinking about it. At ESPN, Shaq should do Monday Night Football. Put him in there. I'd rather see Pat McAfee, if we're being honest. I think that. Oh, be he's got to have fire. Yeah, he's got to have fire content come out. That'd be, that'd be pretty interesting to watch. I think that would be fire. So I want, yeah, honestly, I'll just have any kind of sportscaster that's like on the mainstream like that, be a huge special teams guy and be able to I bring think, it down better than anybody. I think they were saying, um, Tony Romo might be up for it, but I don't know how that would work. Cause for what? Up the Monday night. Yeah. They were thinking about it. He should. He's, I mean, when he started, he did, I believe he did Sunday. No, he didn't do Sunday night. He did, he did Thursday night. He did yeah. Thursday nights. And people loved and hated it because his takes are fire. He knows everything that's about to happen. But sometimes I don't want to know everything that's going to happen because he's that's always true. right. But I think he dialed that back a lot yeah. this year. So like, And he speaks – he, he, speak, he does speak well. He do it like when he saw a blitz coming. He'd be like, oh, they're blitzing here. Watch. 
and then they show a blitz. But I also think that gives a glimpse into like um, just a football player's mind, and I think that's pretty yeah. cool seeing that. It is like, interesting. It's a little different. The way defensive coordinators um, disguise blitzes and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't get to see that, and like half the time you don't even understand what's going on sometimes. Yeah. Unless you're like that's fair. super into football, like yeah. watching film religiously stuff like that so i think that kind of intake that kind of taken is just really uh it's just a really different perspective i appreciate That's it fair. even though we're right. cowboys fuck the cowboys <laughs> fuck the cowboys fuck the boys um the next segment we have is tackling toxic masculinity so okay i'm gonna let you take this so i was informed the other day by isaiah and adam that some of my opinions and takes uh are considered, you know, toxic masculinity. And I've never really thought of myself in that way. We'll see what you guys think. So two that I thought of this morning, uh, things that I do that I guess was like super toxic, uh, ironing. I do not iron. I refuse. Hear me out though. Not even, not even dress shirts? For like no, but listen, listen. No, listen. I have this, I have this spray, right? You ever heard of, you guys seen the spray that I have? Rifle release? The wrinkle release spray, that shit is magic, okay? It takes half the time. Does it do perfect? Probably not, but it does enough if, like, you're in a pinch in the morning. And I really just don't iron because I think having an iron board in my room or my tiny apartment is a huge waste of space. And I just, I don't know. I never really learned how to iron when I was younger, so I've kind of just, like, totally exited out of my entire life. Like, I refuse to do it. Like, even if you had an iron for me, I'd probably just, like, throw the shirt in the dryer and hope for the best. Are you serious? You wouldn't even attempt it? No. Everything you said made sense until you said you wouldn't even attempt it. Like, I mean, the way what am I, where space, am I going? The way space, space, <laughs> but your refusal, your refusal to not. I'd probably just change shirts. I would, in front of you I, would, I would just change shirts or change outfits. That, so you, <laughs> you change your entire outfit just so you didn't have to wear a wrinkly, wrinkly shirt. Yeah, because you can throw a shirt and like a wet towel into the dryer. And it'll come out wrinkle-free. So, but if I punch for time, yeah, I'm just changing the fit. Wow. Come on, like that's obvious. But aren't you wasting time changing the fit after you have that fit planned out? You think I know three fits in mind before I put my first one on? You know that. I don't think you have that much savvy <laughs> in you, dude. I don't think you do. Maybe, maybe a second fit. Maybe not a third. Third's tough. Third is tough. <laughs> but also, um, I think Big Mo would have to would take you on that one. He's a big iron guy. He He's a big, oh, he looks like a big iron guy. I can he see him in his fucking boxer everything. shorts, iron, iron shit every morning. I got him. Yeah. yeah. Huh? My dad. Big like Mo is Larry, baby. Mr. Larry. He hates wrinkles. I swear. Like, if he sees me walk out in a wrinkling shirt, he'll just be like, nah, give it. Give it to me. I'll be honest. I've never seen him in a wrinkled shirt. Because he irons, baby. I guess so. All, All right. right. What else how, about, how, how about this other one I got? I think this is a little more like people that most people agree with me on. I will refuse to separate my laundry. How you supposed to put your whites in one load and your colors in another so they don't run? That is absolutely bogus. And I don't know who came up with that myth because that is not true. I've been doing it since college and it does not happen. I don't know a single soul that does that. I do it. I separate my colors. Adam, please mark him also up to a, uh, was it the highest level of psychopath? Because that is for sure psychopath. That? I've actually had colors run, and it's the most annoying thing ever. If you ever have a color run on your favorite shirt, you just want to start punching walls. Like, I don't think I could do it if I try. Mile. 
I really don't think I do if I try. As long as you do cold water, it'll never happen. I ran it on cold water and colors still ran. It's like fresh, like clothes you just buy, those colors bleed. That haven't been through the wash like since it came out of the factory. Those colors bleed. And then they What kind of clothes are we talking? Pants. Huh? Like dress shirts, cotton shirts? Like cotton shirts, dress shirts, like uh those sound like shirts you have to iron. I don't know about them. I don't own any of those. <laughs> Ooh, Tinder notification. One new like baby. Bading. Bading. But um I had a pair of jeans like act like that I just got run onto my favorite peach shirt and it was the most upset I've ever been. What what's the longest uh how many times have you worn a pair of jeans before washing them? Be honest. I want to hear Adam, then you, and then me. Adam go. Adam, I know the answer is probably like two. No, just like a pair of jeans. I don't know. Yeah, like my work pants are like just a pair of jeans. You know? I'll, I'll Ooh, casual Fridays. Maybe like a week and a half, two weeks before I throw them in the trash. A week and a half or two weeks? How many days are you wearing them? Uh, I work like five days a week. You wear your pants five times in a row and then I'm wash them in the same boat, dude. I thought I was bad. I'll like, I'll like for like two weeks, I'll rotate like three or four pairs. I agree. If if it's not dirty, then you don't have to wash them. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I'll be, I'll be sure to tell your mother. I'm sure she'll love to hear that. <laughs> but I would say I go about a week too, about a work week. Yeah, that's fair. If you, I, I don't know if I'd wear it five days in a row. Maybe if I wear like three or four times, I would, then I would do it. Not in a row. A row, yeah, I just feel I gross. No, I don't know. I'm just standing around at work for the most part. So, yeah, like, interesting. I don't really need to. I'm I'm a fucking cashier. Damn, you're not working very hard, are you? Shit. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, because you looking at fucking uh, wiring and, and shit is so strenuous on you, right? You sitting at your desk. You're going through fucking safety. Going through safety evaluations, dude. To his hat. Oh, don't forget about his little safety goggles that he has to put on. Biceps are probably on fire after that hard day. Hard hat's very heavy to carry around sometimes. <laughs> All right. All right, um, what do we what do we have next in the docket? Next, Adam. Right. next thing on the agenda is the heat check. Ooh, heat check. So heat checks are just us um finding interesting headlines, stuff that we find interesting or funny in the news, current events anything that we really want to comment on and um i actually have a switch up on mine from the first one i found this article about a guy that threw a cobra at his wife in bed while she was sleeping to kill her so give me one second let me pull it up did it work yeah it worked she's dead she's dead oh that sucks a cobra too where do you get a cobra wait just wait just wait just what part of the world is this in um it was I want to it's gotta be like an Alabama guy or something, like down south, crazy guys. Yeah, it seems like it was um, it was India. So this guy named Siraj threw a viper into there. So <laughs> a um, viper? A vi- No, it was a cobra, but they said a viper. viper here. Interesting. But... Did did he like? Did he get caught? Is he in jail? Oh, yeah. He got arrested. Um, 
the parent the parents had to approach the police about it because it was suspicious that there was a cobra <laughs> in their bed. Could you imagine that? Just being like, hey, yeah, a cobra snuck in and just bit my wife but left me alone. Yeah, I was going to take a piss, came back. And there was a cobra Cops. in the bed. <laughs> there was just cobra. Wow, that's a that's an awful way to like but kill apparently, like, But apparently she survived another snake bite on May 7th. Wait, so the first snake bite was May 7th. This one was more recent. Yes. She, if I know somebody, like if I knew you survived a shark attack, I'm not throwing you into a shark pit. That's just stupid. Well, it couldn't just, he couldn't think of anything better to do. And he apparently or, found this guy. He found this snake guy. He found a snake guy on uh, YouTube or something. And he was like, he was, um, he was watching YouTube videos to learn how to handle snakes and stuff like that. Just well, I guess, eat it up. do they search his browser history? They find that yeah. shit. <laughs> like, he was searching. Like, he was searching up kids. snakes, and he was talking to this guy that he found online. And um, so police said Siraj bought Russell's, Russell's Viper from Suresh on March 2nd. He attempted to kill his wife at their house in, in Andor using the snake. The woman was hospitalized and discharged on April 26th after which she had returned to her parents' home in Ankle, and I can't say these words. Siraj once again con- contacted Suresh and purchased an Indian cobra on May 6th, the night, <laughs> the night had dropped, he had dropped it on his wife while she was sleeping. He watched a snake bite her twice on May 7th in the morning. He got out of the room as usual. Her mother found her unconscious, police said. Quoting his interrogation, he declared her dead on arrival at the hospital. When the snake found in the room was later killed, police said the snake catcher had been involved in the legal trade of reptiles in Forest Department, which has been informed while a file separate case. Uh, that didn't make sense. But how so, crazy. I I would, I mean, I guess, like, I guess you go also the other point with, like, Who's going to survive two snake attacks? Like, nobody. <laughs> you may survive the one. The second one's going to get you. But, like, my thing is, like, there are so many other ways to, like, kill people. Whoa. But that could be, like, that's an easy way to get at, like, making an accident. Like, oh, snake bitter. Like, how could I control yeah, that? Yeah, but twice, dude? <laughs> two different <laughs> Yeah, the second. <laughs> it was a vendetta. It was that a snake vendetta. That doesn't make any sense to me. The snakes put out a hit on her. <laughs> That'd be my <laughs> argument. They got beef. <laughs> All oh right. my god. What's your hot headline or heat check? Okay, this Let's one isn't necessarily it. new, relatively new. Uh it is a lot of people may be aware of it. It's called the birds aren't real thing. So yeah, if you've probably heard of it, uh pretty sure it's just hashtag birds aren't real on Twitter if you want to go follow them. It's the thought that this guy came up with this idea that I believe is in two thousand one the last bird died. The CIA killed all of the birds throughout like the past like 30 years and simultaneously replaced them with surveillance drones. Okay. So now all the birds, you won't find a real bird. They're all surveillance drones. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I've heard of it. I was just like, believe in it. Yeah, I believe in it. Um, I, I'm also on the theory that dinosaurs didn't exist and birds are just, well, that's a uh, again. You're entitled to your you're so. you're entitled to your wrong opinion, but I'm um, you know. I'm, not... <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'm not gonna believe that all these people just collect just found these bones after millions and millions of years, just digging like ten feet under the earth. Like I don't believe that, dude. Like it doesn't make any sense. Regardless, so this 
so this guy he went on like a news show and they like they they were trying to be like oh like this is obviously like satirical and like obviously like you know big brother government watching us all and he's like absolutely not like i find that very disrespectful and i really want to know because i'm a, i'm definitely with this kid like i 100 appreciate his dedication to this cause there's merch out there you can buy sweatshirts people love it and i don't want to know if that kid genuinely believes it i need to know yeah. i i want to i want to back them but i need to know that guy like like genuinely thinks that like yo birds are all i don't fake think you right put now. the time and energy in to fake that at one point you actually have to think like maybe it started out as a joke but maybe he started doing his own research well, and was do just, you know how it started I, I looked into how it started i'm pretty sure the first like uh news thing they did he paid to have this billboard like he paid the billboard for advertisement and put up his thing and literally just said birds aren't real and like the news came and interviewed him on the, on the side of the highway and did you watch the video i watched like the short clip of the interview yeah and he's just what sitting there and he, and he explained the whole thing. He's like, yeah, the last, I think it was 2001, the last bird died in 2001, the CIA killed them all. And now they're all surveillance drones and stuff like that. They're all watching us. It's all part of the government plot to like keep he us in check. He's got a little Alex Jones in him. This is the only thing that he's really crazy about. Maybe. He's definitely, oh, that he's definitely an average psychopath. He's in the same boat. Yeah, I would say that. Just don't that's how we're gonna start we're gonna start ranking everybody by that like how much of a psychopath they are average psychopath <laughs> he's an average above average it's like above average above average okay like you are a psychopath all right bird guy he is what's his name I should i should credit his name sorry he was 20 year old college student uh i don't know much i don't know much money they make Probably a decent amount. Merch ain't, merch ain't cheap. How much is a sweatshirt? Uh, I think like 30 or 40 bucks probably. Damn. Yeah, 20-year-old Peter. I'm sorry if I mispronounced this. Mikindo? 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 So what? He'd be like... He went to University of, University of Memphis in Tennessee. No, he didn't come up with it when he was, when it was uh, in 2001. He just said that's when the last bird died. He was a uh, 20-year-old college kid like a year ago. Oh, he first went live in 2017. Uh... At his city's women's march. <laughs> oh fuck! Nice. And he had a, he just had a he just had a sign that says pigeons are liars. Oh, uh, you should DM him, Cyrus. So DM. Like, all right, hey. I'm gonna write I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down so I remember. It. DM Bird Guy. DM Peter. Oh, we could we're gonna we're gonna stand this guy so hard. Dude, do it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So if you guys want to get involved with Birds Aren't Real, it's on Twitter. I, know, I don't know if they have an Instagram. Twitter is just at Birds Aren't Real. It's also, pretty do simple. research on dinosaurs, all right? If they're not, they we'll be, exist. We'll be talking about dinosaurs and, the, and how they actually existed later in another oh. segment. But not today, <laughs> yeah. thank God. That's a, that's a very large conversation. Yeah. Well, it's not, okay. not going to change my mind anytime I'm, i can welcome i welcome any paleontologist that you know to come on this podcast and i will def, i will refute anything he says i won't believe him for one second all right dm bird guy dm paleontologist got it we're no constructive dialogue he's tricking yeah you're just gonna scream at him <laughs> i'm just gonna be like why are you lying to the u.s public <laughs> i 100 percent will go right winger on him Okay, okay. So that's birds aren't real. What do we got next for heat check? For heat check, I got ready for this headline. Mm. Money goes boom. Philly's history of exploding (laughs) ATMs. 
It's funny. I didn't hear about this until you told me about it like yesterday. Like, so, I think you texted me. You're like, bro, is it happening in New York City? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I came across this article a couple of days ago. And it just caught my eye immediately because of the money goes boom, Philly's history of, of exploding ATMs. And I just needed to know if this was going on in another major city like New York, and it's not. So with everything going on with the Joy Floyd RIP, also um, arrests Brianna Taylor's killers too. That needs to be done too. She was shot in her home on a no-knock warrant, and they got the wrong house. Are you fucking joking me? What kind of bullshit is that? But back to that, with all the riots and stuff going on, um, people are getting a little crazy. They're um, doing looting and apparently blowing up ATMs. So I have this thing that within the past, since Saturday to Wednesday, this was a couple of days ago, 50 ATMs have been blown up in Philadelphia. 50. One guy died, um, two got injured, and then... Um, is, it, is it working? It's working. They're they're clearing out the MTAs. They're clearing the MTAs, the ATMs. They're clearing out the ATMs and they're taking everything and running. And like literally on this, like just just look at this picture of this guy, of this cop. Just like, like fuck, ATM. <laughs> Dude, those things are supposed to be like indestructible. So apparently, the national average for ATM <laughs> blowups, like just regular, um, is fifty like within a year so from 50 a total year all of america in all of america wow 50 so with it from so from 100 percent increase in a week monday tuesday wednesday within a week within a week within a work week philadelphia has met the yearly quota of exploded atms for the country wow that's actually i didn't know the yearly quota i didn't that's a weird statistic but in vanity but you guys um, are making out like bandits that's not even the craziest part so this guy on instagram was advertising the dynamite or like the mi80s or whatever they were using to blow yeah up m80s today. yeah big ab- he was advertising it on instagram and <laughs> showing people how to blow up the atms like how to specifically <laughs> do it target your audience perfect your craft i guess like he literally took over the whole dynamite game right there for five days for five days he was on the loose monopolized the monopoly game that's crazy seriously um but he he got arrested like obviously because he was putting his shit down on instagram so but they caught him but just imagine like the thought process that has to go into like hey i see this guy on instagram with dynamite and he's teaching me how to blow up an atm I should buy some dynamite off this guy and go to town. And they've been doing this in like broad daylight too, not even at night and like in the middle of streets. During chaos and shit when a bunch During of shit's chaos. going on. That's well, the best time. I mean, I it makes sense. It makes sense. Like the cops are going to be like, they're busy. You know what I mean? There's like, there's busy. a lot of shit going on. Really, you got, we can you got a like good chance of getting away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't, we can like send one guy over, but like this is going to be on the back burner for a while. Yeah. But I, <laughs> oh my god i just couldn't i just wouldn't i just don't understand how you can meet the yearly quota like that's 10 that's 10 atms a day i think it's crazy that so many people probably that weren't oh, like that never had any experience with died where they least like i think i can do this like i can do it like i can do it have you ever seen barbershop no uh what's that with ice cube um cedric the entertainer 
Is it a movie or a... It's a movie. He um, owns this barbershop in Atlanta, I want to say. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, Anthony... Anthony Anderson, I want to say, is a... He's he's like a criminal or something. They both take like an ATM, like off the thing, like wrap a like wrap chains around it, take a truck and just pull it out of the wall. And they just have to get it up their like apartment steps and shit. It's one of the funniest scenes ever, but that's what it reminds me of. I think it would make like if you're gonna do it normally, like bust open an ATM, you gotta take it with you and blow it up at home. Blowing it up in the street is almost never an option, except like right now. Well, apparently they apparently it's crazy for philly to be for this to be happening in philly because most like in the in the statistics that they said in the article they um it's this mostly happens in like rural towns like where no one's around and shit because like you can't yeah. see like, explosions going off in the middle yeah, of like the streets but like i was gonna say like, in, the, in the middle of philly there's all up these atms <laughs> like that's somebody's first and this guy's like i go so long he's like that and it's funny because that guy that like started teaching people how to do he's like i'm not making enough money blowing up these atms i gotta make money selling this shit to, That's to teach people. genius a true a true genius this is a startup if i've ever heard that's a great startup right but i mean if you're into robbery guy. and that sort of thing those are my those are my two heat checks for the week all right, all right so, so your last one buddy i think that's all for heat checks i had two and you had two then you have spacex or something Oh, I didn't do SpaceX yet. Oh, thank yeah. God. I love SpaceX. Okay. So I'm a huge Elon Musk guy over here, as should everybody be. That guy's a genius, and he's going to do great things for this country. Um, so if you've been watching the news, uh, there's been recently SpaceX has been launching a bunch of satellites uh, up into orbit. Uh, it's pretty much all part of the Starlink program, which is pretty much – the goal is to pretty much have the entire world have internet access like every corner of the entire planet it's gonna be like a whole grid of satellites around the entire globe it's pretty cool um so that's their goal i believe they are a couple hundred in already to like the couple like sixty thousand that they got approved for because i'm pretty sure they have to get approval obviously from the government to be launching satellites how many satellites do they need so where is it uh i think they need like sixty thousand or something like that 60,000 satellites? Dude, 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 they're small. Like, they're not that big. That seems like a lot of fucking satellites, though. Pretty sure that's what I read. And it only they, takes 60,000 uh, to cover the whole world, too? I believe. Yo, we, the Earth's definitely flat, dude. You think the Earth's flat? Again, no way. wrong opinion. There's no way that's 60,000 satellites covering the entire world. 60,000 is a big number. That's so, a big number, but think about how big the fucking earth is, Cyrus. They have a good, I'll send you the picture. They have a great graphic on here that it shows, it looks like it's correct. It might even be less than 60,000. I'm not sure. And these satellites so, aren't huge. Um, they don't look big. And I know you made a point about, uh, you know, garbage in space. Yeah. We got a lot Listen of to this. Oh, Listen to this. no garbage in space now. So <laughs> there's not many more garbage in space. So, <laughs> so normal satellites, uh, they orbit at about a th- either a thousand kilometers or more uh, above the Earth. These Starlink are going to be 550 kilometers uh, above the Earth. And I guess the reason for this is when they are, you know, done for, when they die, end of life. I'm not sure what the lifespan of these things are, but uh, they have this onboard propulsion system that will deorbit them over the course of a few months. So just bring them down slowly. 
back into orbit, and then they'll probably pick him up in the ocean. Or if it's Elon Musk, he'll probably deliver him right to his front door. Um, so, and even if that breaks and it can't do that, like propulsion system fails, since uh, they're a little bit lower, and I guess with the stuff they're made out of, um, they'll burn up in the Earth's atmosphere uh, within one to five years. And instead of uh, satellites that are much higher up, it takes, uh, I guess, hundreds or thousands of, uh, of years to like completely deteriorate. I, all I so, know is that during so the if, if they they fucking like we were just shooting rockets up. Well, they didn't know what they were doing. Crash. Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing back then. They had no idea what was going on. It I was don't more think they of really a, know what they're doing now. But think about it. If you can, if they could put a man on the moon in what, like the sixties, seventies. They were sending all the doing all that stuff. We're like fifty years later, sixty years later. That's insane. That we like how much shit we can do now. Back then, it was crazy. If you watch the film from back then. It's absurd what those guys could do with like the I'm analog machines they had. More people didn't die. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's actually very surprising. I mean, there's. I think they said well, it's five percent mortality rate for spaceflight. That's that's an insane number, actually. Thinking about how it's, much it's, like for how many astronauts we've had, probably only a couple hundred. I think. Yeah. It's not great, but but I, these I again still expected to be higher though. Yeah, back then, dude, it made no like you're thinking back then. There's no internet. There's, it's all analog. There's some, like, it's so, looks so old and so like not advanced at all to what we have today. We literally have like, you could probably launch it back then. The computers they were using that took up three rooms, we could do on our cell phones now. It's That's insane. True. So it just baffles me that they were able to do all that shit way back then, knowing like pretty much nothing. Right. So I'm very, I'm very optimistic about this whole thing. And I believe it said, if you want internet coverage, come, uh, so it's going to start mid-2020, so sometime this year, hopefully. It's probably going to cost $80 a month for the Starlink internet, I believe. I don't know if they're going to sell to like a Verizon or AT&T or partner with them, or if we're just all going to have Starlink internet from now on, and we're all just going to have to go through Elon Musk. Um, and so it might cost 100 to $300 in equipment fees. So it might be expensive. So wait, but I'd have to pay $300? Sounds like it. Up to, How did it go but from that might be a one-time a month to three hundred. Eighty dollars a month for continued service. Equipment fees is one hundred to three hundred. That's Again, a one-time many... price. I believe so. Not not many details these days because obviously it's still I got unlimited data, dude. I'm to do, but if if this blows up so big and he has like access over everything, we might not have a choice. You want to know what if? Verizon covers that three hundred dollar fee, and all I have to do is pay eighty. I'll think about it. Fair. I gotta right. get an NFL so subscription this year, man. Why? That's a lot of money because I need an NFL subscription to watch football. Mm, not Book McFarlane's up there. What? <laughs> nope, nothing. I, I forgave him. You said something under your breath there, dude. I really couldn't hear you. I, I, you read the tweet. The tweet that got me blocked. Book McFarlane. Is still on, uh, still in the booth, really for oh, any so are you football game. The NFL, then? No, no, I'm not going to do that. Because, like, I think like you told me somebody, somebody told me about. It, they said when I when I tweeted that somebody, I think they DM me. They're like, "You're still going to watch." I'm like, "I know, but I'm going to be pissed off about it." <laughs> all right, but is that all you got for SpaceX? Yes, that is all. I that's all the news currently. I will Thank update with God. anything new that Thank comes. <laughs> Because if you didn't watch this, if you didn't watch this, uh, the launch the other day, you're, you're awful. You don't care about the future. Because I actually have a job. 
that I have to go to. So, sorry, is your job in America? It, it indeed is. It's in uh, Philadelphia. That's crazy. Uh, it's mm. four nine zero one Umbria Street, Javi's Beverages. Um, the zip code is shout out nine one two eight. Um, we do deliveries. <laughs> no free. That's ad. a um, that's a free ad. <laughs> um, but. But um, this podcast is brought to you by Javi's Beverages. <laughs> listen, I bet you, listen. If you had, if you had Starlink internet, you could have watched it on your phone while you're working. Think about um, that. I still have data, Cyrus. So, and I have unlimited data, so I don't have to worry about that. Like a broke boy. All right. It's not fair. <laughs> Our great debate is ocean versus space today. The Great Debates is a segment where me and Cyrus take one aspect or one argument that we just find us having on multiple bases and we just throw it on here. And me and Cyrus have been having the ocean versus space debate for like a year now. And I am so sick and fucking tired of people romanticizing about space. Like we have all these big aspirations of going to Mars and cultivating it and doing all this shit, but yet we can't even fucking map out our oceans we have five percent of it discovered five percent discovered of the ocean that makes up 70 percent of our earth it surrounds us on every day every day that number what seems very high to me huh <laughs> that number seems too high to me five percent seems too high <laughs> to you you're crazy dude okay Absolutely. so what i'm thinking on it is yeah i think about an aspect of what is because i know we talked about it, it's like What's more worth our time and resources, right? Now, I will admit, both water and space were just not meant to be there. It is so difficult to do either. Deep down underwater, like, you know, the ocean's, uh, you know, bottom and going out of space. Where it's so difficult, we're just not supposed to be there with people. It doesn't really, it's not, does not fit for us. But, however, I think the way the earth is going right now, we may have to start looking upward and outward, Okay. Especially the one thing that I get hung up on is you say that we're going to have to go upward and outward, but like, how can you sit here and tell me, look me dead in the eyes through a fucking camera and tell me that you're so confident we can cultivate an entirely new planet planet when we can't even figure out what's on our own. I agree. Oh, I, I hundred percent agree. Don't walk walk back the take, dude. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm saying that if, uh, we do have to, so we've been on this planet for like, like next, like next to 0% of the time that, uh, it's been around as humans. And I think in the time that we have been here, we've fucked it up so bad that wherever we go, we're probably going to fuck it up too, but we may not have a choice at this point. I think we are almost at a point where it's like point of no return. We can do everything we want to save the planet, you know, renewable energy, cleaning up the oceans, all that jazz. I'm very big on all that, but you know, I'm a little worried big on that guy. I am big on that guy. I don't know. I went to, I went to school to solve problems. Big engineer guy over here. Big science guy. I'm here to solve the fucking problems, okay? Right. I hear you want to go scuba diving. That's what I'm hearing out of you. Not scuba diving. I just want to know what's on our fucking planet. It's not that <laughs> Why? hard. Why? Why? What's Why? down there we Because we have no idea you don't what's know. fucking down there. We don't know. Everybody wants to say dinosaurs are, ex- are extinct. And if they are extinct, I don't believe every single one fucking died in that meteor shower. We don't know what's in the depths of our fucking ocean, man. Fish. Fish. They There's could be fish. fucking huge fish. They could be fish that. Oh, I'm sure they are huge fish. That's fine. Cool. That's sick. And I'm all for discovering new species and all that. But 
when you tell me that there's five trillion different types of spider in the world, cool, awesome. What's that do for me? Zero. Um, they're a part of our fucking ecological system, or what? What is it fucking called? I forget. Um, ecosystem. Our okay. ecosystem. There we go. <laughs> our ecosystem. Ecological system. It's just like it's important. It's important to us, and like you're gonna have to somehow keep up those same things when you go out and cultivate stuff on fucking a different planet and if you don't know the inner workings of the ocean and what makes it there something that we need to survive it just doesn't make sense to me that you're just gonna abandon shit and just go not only are we i don't really necessarily think again that's one point of it we may have to leave it one day but the other half of it is that there may be more to learn out there we may find resources on a different planet like they said maybe water on mars right well, do stuff there that, to help us here untapped here what water yeah Seawater? I have, Try I drinking have articles. Seawater. I've seen articles about people harnessing the waves to keep uh Yes, yes, you can do that. that. Yep. So why haven't this how hasn't this um energy is great. Energy is great. Using the the ocean for energy, using it for uh, uh pretty much yeah, just using its resources. But I just think that paying for expeditions and just trying to discover new things down there. I don't really think that anything's down there that we're going to find that's really going to solve our problems. I think up there, one, more opportunities is way bigger. It's not more... necessarily about so like solving our problems at the same time. Are you just curious then? Are you just curious? I'm curious. I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely curious because you don't know how Nobody pays for curious. Lost pieces. You don't know how many lost pieces of history are down there. Random shipwrecks. Aren't we still fucking looking for like the Ark of the Covenant and shit? How do we not know that's not in the fucking depths right, of the ocean? All right. All right, Indiana. Yeah, there Listen, we go. I just, <laughs> I just think that we, like I said, we have a lot of problems here. I think before we start, like, going explore the entire ocean, we can map the entire thing. That's cool. All good. If we have the ability to do that easily and we're in a good position to. We have so well, many more problems thing. besides the thing that. that. The only thing that it takes is sonar equipment, and we can put a little bit more money into that. Do you understand that the NO – the NOAA gets 5.6 billion compared to the NSA's 22 billion. I'm gonna have to fact check that later. I I can pull it up right now. Do you want it? <laughs> no, I believe you. I don't think you'd lie. Um, that's ridiculous, dude. That's ridiculous. I think one. I think the the di di differential in spending does not correlate to the dif differential in importance to us. I think it might just cost more. To go to space even if we put like i, I see what you're saying you want to just go like okay we're going to spend x amount of dollars on space we should spend x amount of dollars on like the same amount on ocean let's treat it fairly but i think even just doing a little bit of space is going to cost a lot more than doing a little bit of ocean you know what i'm saying just space is more saying, expensive but at the same time like that's that's a crazy number like that's 22 billion compared to 5 billion like those are a lot of zeros missing there's lots of zeros. Those are lots of zeros missing, dude. And it just doesn't make sense. Exponentials. And you keep bringing up these problems that we have now. Like, name some problems that us getting to space and cultivating would solve for us. Besides our um, planet dying. Okay. Uh, I believe there may be help out there. Maybe other intelligent life. First of all, provide first of all, once you, immediately once you say that, imagine another intelligent species was just like, hey what's in that big blue thing down there that you got going on there? And we're just like, oh, we really don't know. How intelligent will we look? <laughs> I hope we find somebody way more intelligent than us. Who knows? Maybe they'll figure it out for us. They'll be, oh, we mapped our ocean, you know, millions of years ago. We'll help you out. 
I don't think you think about I that think one. The world, I don't think the world, I don't think our civilization takes handouts too well. I guess that's true. We're we're big guns up first kind of kind of yeah, people, <laughs> which is kind of shitty. And also, what if you don't find an intelligent race and you find a very aggressive race, more aggressive than us, and are just like, oh fuck, let's just take over this planet. Well, that's a you know, that's an issue as well. What, what if, if you keep sending people? Just, wouldn't it be happening if we just spend a little time and? I just don't think it's worth the money. And maybe it's there not are worth the money. And you keep saying resources. To, all right, but I'm gonna keep letting you go with all the problems that we have now. Today. The, Sorry. Okay. Um, one lined up for you the, after. The biggest one is energy, and you're saying energy. besides us us leaving, yes, we could find a different energy source out there. Okay. Different elements that provide almost like here we have nuclear power, the uranium, something over there that's we find that's way safer to harvest energy out of. That's like, Oh, the main... you mean like safer, like maybe building a water pump in the middle of the ocean. I'm saying like exponentially, like, and en- like sufficient energy, like, like forever. I mean, like some, like some fucking Tesseract kind of stuff going on. As long as like crazy here, the ocean's always going to be here and it's always going to be having currents because we have the moon. So unless, um, so like that's a resource that's unlimited. See, but you're, your your main point though is just let's explore. I don't think exploring is giving us anything. Yes, let's harvest the water's resources. The title. Well, when you the, explore, you, know I mean? you get more information about the thing that you're exploring. So that would. I just, I just don't think anything's down there that's going to really help us or knowledge. I mean, maybe a little bit. And I don't really think there's anything out there that's going to help <laughs> us right now. Like that's what I'm saying. So like, if you want to talk about like each thing's going to take time, but like, I'm just saying we have, we don't know what's down there either. You don't know what's in the depths of the ocean, what goes on down there and like how that, how deeper pressures affect different things down there. You don't know what could be down there and you don't know what kind of resources we have down there at the same time. I would agree with that. Um, But you also have to think about why, like where's people's heads at? Not just like, you know, the common people's opinion. It's all about the governments of the world. And what they want. There's no money well, down there. Nothing anything, down there can make them money. If we all, if we know anything, it's that the governments of the world are. There's a reason that they'd rather spend money on space exploration, or just like I said, just was like just talking about SpaceX, just you know expanding using our resources just outside of the planet, up in the air, satellites, orbiting. You can do a lot up there, a lot of harvesting. You can uh, solar energy, more stuff like that. And so that's another point. Like solar energy. on Mars? Solar energy. Mars? Who the fuck knows? Mars is wild. What are I don't we harvesting on Mercury? I'm not astrology, dude. I don't know. What are, what are we <laughs> harvesting on Venus? The gas, dude? Perhaps. I'm just saying, I know, okay, first of all, our solar system, I don't think it's got a ton going on. I'm talking about when we finally cracked the code of, like, uh, light speed space travel or, like, the wormhole theories things like that. We can bend space and time, possibly travel somewhere a lot faster than we can currently. That wouldn't take like 10 lifetimes to different galaxies. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what the opportunity is. I think that's why people are so excited about it. Cause one day, hopefully we don't die here and we can, we get there. We live long enough to get there to that point where science is that significant and that progressive that we find a way to travel to other galaxies and hopefully find different resources there. You say all that, but like I can't get past the fact that we're gonna do all this, bend space and time, but we can't even crack the ocean. That should have been done already. There's nothing to crack. You want to go look at the bottom of the ocean? Be my guest. What is? What is? You keep saying what is there to crack? There's. 
I can't tell you that, but like, you just want to yeah. look at it. You just, yeah, you just exactly. want to look at a map. Down there. I want like, all you want is so you can go on Google Maps and you can zoom into the bottom of the ocean and, and go around you really a fish. Can't though. It's not that easy. <laughs> Obviously, I'm saying okay. that. But you, but you want to have that's a convenience thing. Light and space, but like you can't. It's just unfathomable to you. I think you're. I, I think, what? no. I think travel, like doing the ocean thing is more of a convenience kind of deal that we would like to do. Like we would like to do it. It'd be really cool to do. Cyrus, the ocean has been around us for our entire fucking lives. We have five percent discovered of it. It's not convenience. It's just neglected. No, I'm saying like not a convenience thing. I wouldn't. Okay, maybe convenience is the wrong word. It would be a luxury to be able to do it. It's just right now we don't. A luxury to be able to do that. It's not in the cards for us. We don't have the money for it. We don't have the time for it. We don't have the money for it, but we can put it's 22 a billion. We can put 22 billion. Because that's where the more opportunity is. There's more opportunity up there. Down there, it'd be cool to see it. It's but, just like there could be so many lost pieces of history down there. I agree. And it'd be very interesting. To, yes, and it'd be very, it'd be good for us as a society to have it all mapped. It would be. But I'm saying it's, right now, it's considered a luxury. I just can't wrap my brain around that. Like, I cannot physically wrap my brain around us wanting to go out and explore and be these big explorers and cultivate all these different, different planets, bend space and time, but we won't even take the time to figure out what's out on our Again, own planet. A lot and of that's theoretical stuff saying, like that, okay? I just want to keep saying, oh, there's nothing to figure out down there, but, like, you legitimately can't keep saying that when we only have 5% of it discovered or even mapped or even charted. You can't just throw that. You can't just keep saying oh, we already know what's down there. We clearly don't because we've discovered, how many times have I said this, Cyrus? Repeat it for me. How much of the ocean have we discovered? 5%. 5%. So how can you sit there and tell me we figured, out, we figured it out already? I'm not saying, I'm sure there are stuff down no, there. We I know need you to tell me. I don't think anything is. No, 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 Cyrus. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. We figured it out. There's nothing down there. How do you know there's nothing down there? I don't. Because you saw one video? <laughs> no. <laughs> in what 2013 <laughs> i just believe tell me how you know there's nothing down there again i don't know there's nothing down there even but though you research has shown take, even though you agree I with think, my take that there are pieces of lost history down there but there's nothing down there nothing down there of our value worth that kind of money and resources i just don't it's down that. there i'm sure there's shit but we don't know not worth it not worth it not worth the time, not worth the money, not worth the resources. Believe me, and, and like I said, I know we had, we, I brought this up in the past, that there are people dedicated to doing that. Like, there are people out there doing it. I agree. And like you said, there's a money, dif- like, a, like a difference in the money aspect of how much we're supporting that. But there are people doing it. It's not like nobody cares. You know, people are very passionate about it. And I commend them. However, I do not believe it is worth taking more resources from so you don't Last think week. it's important, like, if a plane goes down in the middle of the ocean, we don't have the technology to find that to give um, families their proper closure? I think that's different. That's completely different, that's than, different. Than, think, than exploring think, the bottom think, of the ocean. I think. That's well, so different. If, if we can't explore the bottom of the ocean, how could we expect to find a grounded uh, plane that went down in the middle of the ocean if we can't even figure out what's down there? Read the bottom of the trenches. And you say okay. it's that's totally different, but it's not. Like I think closure is a very valuable resource to a family that's in grieving, right? I would agree. I would, would agree. Would you agree with that? I would agree. So like 
if we can't even get like a picture down there or even like a sonar picture of those down those down planes like what are you going to do like oh sorry they could be alive somewhere stranded on a planet or on a, not on a planet on an island uh, i don't know again valuable agreed and i'm not saying it's not valuable i'm not saying it's not worth it again that's a horrible word to use for that extreme scenario of people dying I'm saying, <laughs> um even in even when the malaysian airplane went down they used sonar technology to to find the to find the plane like in there so that seems pretty valuable but like that's not enough like what if it's in a what happens if something goes down in the marina trench also did you know that only three people have been down to the marina's trench that's the deepest um part of our ocean and you want to know who one of those people fucking were you told me before is it like uh, is it like james cameron <laughs> james fucking cameron so you the say luxury all luxury say, we don't need to go down there no, but luxury. you say but you say we have all these people dedicated to the cause and doing all this to explore our oceans but two other people that were actual scientists have only been to the deepest part of our ocean i'm sure justin bieber's got a flight booked for uh the first like manned flight to to the moon or mars or something like that they yeah, read that there's a bunch of people that have it and how much money you're gonna sit here and tell me you wouldn't go on it no oh, a lot <laughs> Probably Cyrus, i'm multiple Cyrus, first of all if you think you have the money to go to mars you're you're dumber than i thought i don't have the money to go to mars and if you think you're gonna waste your life savings on one ticket no no i'm saying i you if, could possibly die because <laughs> you don't have a full understanding of it you're crazy it was funny how about this how about, i'm gonna i'm gonna put you in put you in right here you said five percent of the uh the ocean is uh like mapped right or whatever Mm-hmm. And then what we said before, the 5% mortality rate mm-hmm. in space travel. Well, if we put more resources to it, that would be zero. I don't understand. All those that. astronauts that, that we like those similar 5%, this 5% can be reduced if we put more resources to it and nobody dies. And if we put more research into mapping the ocean and developing better technology to figure out what's going on down there, we could, um, so we get a, a, a map closure, down there? We could give closure to a lot of families. Okay. And, I mean, they're already getting $22 billion to cut down on that 5% mortality rate, and it doesn't seem like they're doing a lot, of, doing a lot with it. Well, we'll see. I mean, listen, we haven't, you know, really sent men outside of orbit significantly in a long time. So I would be very interested to see how soon we, so we uh, put all this money for all these opportunities, but we don't actually put guys in orbit to go. No, I mean, we're going to find out. We're going to see where, where it's Has leading anybody to. Has even but... touched Mars yet? Uh, rovers. Oh, rovers. So no actual humans even actually made it to Mars? I do not believe so, no. But we have these crazy aspirations to go there and cultivate it. Eventually. Eventually. Big future guy. So you're here. telling me you're telling me during this time while we're eventually getting to Mars, we can't throw a little extra money to the NOAA. I'm not saying that it doesn't more. deserve. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve more money, or we should we shouldn't discover more. I'm just saying that I believe space travel is more worthy of a operation than mapping the bottom of the Earth of the ocean. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. You're entitled, and yet, and, and ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you're 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 entitled to your wrong opinion, and you're that is where we we'll leave. That is where we we'll leave our great debate for yeah, this episode. <sighs>
lot more to it, and we can we can touch back on it in, in other in other podcasts. But I think for now, and for the sake of sake of our recording, ridiculous. I, say, uh, I think that's a solid place to leave off for the first episode of Waking Up Woke. So Isaiah, right. want to give him want to give him information on the Twitter? Um. So our at is at waking woke i have to change that on twitter though so that might change um we'll also be posting it on uh our youtube channel at waking up woke so if you guys have any questions any comments about any of the segments we talk like, about follow, any click subscribe subscribe um make if sure you guys have any uh, cyrus on twitter so we can get our cloud up my at is really isaiah six i s a i a h don't spell it with a z because a lot of people do that that is uh at cyrus underscore far c y r u s underscore f a r r it's two r's in there um so yeah you guys want to comment send us dms to our personal instagrams uh or twitters and our youtube channel leave comments uh if you have segments you guys want to talk about questions on what we talked about we can obviously we're going to run by things we've talked about in the past again if you know new developments happen so we'll always be checking those comments and that's waking up woke everybody thanks for listening guys i'm leading myself on